We beat Pharma this year. We beat Pharma this year, and it mattered. We're going to change people's lives. Got the vaccine. You got the vaccine. They got the vaccine. We got the vaccine. We can get back to normal. Let me inform you. Let's all get the vaccine. I've been fighting. I've been fighting Pharma for my entire career. My entire career. And we finally beat Pharma. We finally beat Pharma. You were a hero today, getting your COVID vaccine, Elmo. That was a little pinch, but Elmo was really glad to have Daddy there with you. I had questions about Elmo getting the COVID vaccine. I talked to our pediatrician and learned that the vaccine is the best way to keep him and everyone else healthy. <laughs> it's okay to have questions about COVID vaccines for your kids. Get the latest facts by speaking to your pediatrician and healthcare provider the arteries and the veins with, with uh, the embalming pump. And we push formaldehyde down the individual arteries to embalm them because they've all been cut. Um, now, when we did this for a young man a few weeks ago who was 30, he, um, he died suddenly, undetermined, waiting for histology, you know, because they can't find the cause of death. So they clutch at straws. Um, and then we found this inside his arteries. Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. All week, we are celebrating young Alan from Alan's Artisan Soap returning to home. Alansoaps.com slash Todd. Another surgery for a young man who go through more of these in his life and somehow remains cheerful through the grace of God. And through his parents, he's been given through the grace of God. Once again, it's alansoaps.com slash Todd. He is, in fact, the chief of soap officer. Does real work there. COVID conspiracies, man, they I can't keep up. There was a time when I really, really had to dig because of the way that the Mockingbird media was locking up all alternative information around COVID. And I was, I've told you before about the bizarre instances working in morning radio and, and gathering stories the night before. So I would go through and I would do my reading and my show prep uh, the night before. When you're doing morning radio, everything is a split shift. And so I'd get this all prepared. I'd put it up into an online document for my producer, my brother, my dear friend. I got to see a few weeks ago, Alex, Alex Overall. And we would, it was not uncommon for us to sit and, and he would be gathering audio and it would disappear. It would be zapped, disappeared, whether it be from Twitter. Hey, I found this on Twitter. Will you grab this? Yep. Oh my gosh, they just took it down. I'll see if I can get it on YouTube. Oh, I'm getting it. Oh my gosh, they just took it down. I'll see if I can get it on BitChute. It was the most active censorship thing I've ever seen in my life, and it was breathtaking. So it was difficult. I'm telling you right now, guys, I could do nothing but read papers all day long about how bad these injections are and how clear the signals are. I could entertain myself all day 
by watching people from blue check land pretend, oh, they never wanted lockdowns. I could amuse myself by seeing things like the abortionist, Lena Wen, who was one of the, she went on CNN, this abortionist who used to run Planned Parenthood. She went on um, CNN as a medical advisor and she said, we need to make life difficult on these people. We need to lock them in their apartments. Taking their jobs is not enough. They need to be called out in the public square. She recently wrote an editorial where she is very, very surprised and sad that wearing masks for two years has harmed her children. And incidentally, her word was gospel with CNN. When she spoke, it was the truth. They're now putting scare quotes around her statements. She claims they, quote, harmed her children. I could read 11 hours, 12 hours straight of studies on what masks did to learning particularly amongst the populations that, uh, that the, the woke left pretends to care about, that is black and brown people, such dehumanizing language, utterly despicable language, uh, to, to refer to people as skin color. But that's what they do. BIPOC, people most harmed by this. Uh, we could go through the loss in reading, two-year decline, disappearance of gains in mathematics, it is the most obvious destruction of mental health and learning that, that has ever happened. So I could do that. So it's now a, it's, it's now they are flooding the zone with this stuff. Now it is coming out so fast. It's super difficult to keep up. So we're trying to do triage to get the stuff that is most important. And so we'll start with this. There are people who are tracking the deaths from COVID and the lockdowns. They're not giving up. Thank the Lord that we have channels like Substack. This is from a, a, a writer, Michael Capuzzo. It's called Rescue with Michael Capuzzo. Great headline. People are dying. Don't ask, don't tell. Censorship has ruled COVID, but emerging data on injury and death may be too big to ignore, ignore Mary Beth Pfeiffer writing this. After months of skirting YouTube censors, the axe fell on medical educator Dr. John Campbell when he spent 14 minutes on August 20 parsing figures on two disturbing trends in the UK. First, deaths in 2020 were an alarming 14% higher than the prior five years with 1,480 excess deaths not attributed to COVID-19 in the week ending August 5 alone. Second, figures on death after COVID vaccinations were wildly uninformative. One government document put them as low as 10, incredulous Campbell said, while another official report put them as high as 21,000 when underreporting was considered. A careful evidence-based analysis with 2.4 million subscribers, analysis or analysts, Campbell wanted to know, why is no one talking about this in the UK? YouTube provided an answer. They removed his video for violating community guidelines. We talked about that the week it happened. We played the sound from that the day after it was taken down. Indeed, but for a small cadre of brave doctors and researchers, few dare discuss the aftermath of COVID management. And the math is stunning. In the amount of deaths we are seeing, as we've talked about, an 89% increase 
and millennial age people. The trend has been noticed in the third quarter of 2021, as I wrote last January, when the One America group of insurance companies reported a 40% increase in deaths in 18 to 64-year-olds. Our data, the company told me, shows an increase in death rates in business across the U.S., which aligns with what we're seeing in national industry data. Of 250,000 deaths in that age group, the company's statement said just 20%. 50,600 were attributed to COVID. The company refused follow-up questions. You bet they did. They can't touch this. Then we had another insurance giant, BKK Provita. They found a study of 10.9 million client records from the first seven months of 2021. Nearly 217,000 patients sought medical attention after being injected for MR with the mRNA. The study found that that put the company's so-called vaccine injury figure more than 10 times above the official estimates and translated into a national rate of 4 to 5% of people injected with the mRNA garbage. The director of that company, Andres Schottbeck, said significant underreporting of suspected side effects following a corona so-called vaccinations in the government tracking system. We regard this as significantly alarming and a signal that must be taken into account in the further use of these vaccines. They're not vaccines, but I get what he's saying. December 2020, non-COVID excess deaths range are across the data sets from 11% to 27%, all excess deaths. By June to September 21, they roughly doubled to 26% to 43%. And it just continues. That's data from Dr. Eil Shalar, a physician, retired public health professor at the University of Arizona. He's been analyzing databases in the United States from the CDC and from our world in, um, in data. He found more. By June, uh, excuse me, by June to September 21, they roughly doubled to 26% to 43%, some 47,000 to 82,000 unexplained non-COVID excess deaths occurred in those four months alone. There's the lockdown effect. There is the injection effect. It is just absolutely stunning. And I could sit and do this 36 hours a week. I could do nothing but read this. And we have the figurehead. I've been fighting... I've been fighting pharma for my entire career, my entire career, and we finally beat pharma. We finally beat pharma. There, there, there could be no, nothing further from the truth, but we know there is no truth in that man. And there is no fighting pharma from the brave rock rib, tall as an oak, unable to be knocked over Republicans with their stout conservative values. Christians, don't you know? Not a pleep for Mitch McConnell or Kevin McCarthy. Yep, Ron Johnson, the senator's on it. Thomas Massey has called Pharma out by name. The Surgeon General of Florida is on it, calling Pharma out. Not Mitchell McConnell, who is attempting to throw these midterms, in my judgment simply to keep anything related to America first out. President Trump must come to terms with the fact that he was pressured and conned by lifelong con artists playing upon Trump's desire to not see 30 million Americans dead. And that's a pretty good desire. 
See, there's more. I could do this all week, guys. I could sit, I could do nothing but sit in my house and read studies. Pre-exposure to mRNA LNP, that's the lipid nanoparticles, inhibits adaptive immune responses and alters innate immune fitness in an inheritable fashion. Yeah, you can pass immunodeficiencies down to your kids if you have been injected with this garbage. mRNA lipid nanoparticle vaccine platform induces long-term unexpected immunologic changes affecting both adaptive immune responses and heterologous protection against infections. And this is, this is, this is tested in mice. Uh, and in mice testing like this, they, they extrapolate the effects on human beings. It hasn't yet been tested in human beings. But incidentally, this is not the injections. This is not the mRNA. This is just, this is just the lipid nanoparticles. That's just the coding. Uh, if you think of this, this is like the, the, the shell to an M&M. Or, I mean, I don't want to, I could be gross and describe it in another way, but it's, 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 let's describe it that way. It's like the shell to an M&M. It doesn't even get to the effects of the mRNA itself. Or more specifically, the spike protein, it cons your body into creating. And again, I could do on this. 36, 40 hours a week of nothing but reading on this. It's so vital to remember one of the ways we got to this place. It was an ungodly alliance between party members. Big pharma, big finance, tech, academia, the Mockingbird media, and the deep state. They all lined up. They all got behind a plan. It was a plan hatched and rehearsed. Event 201 was the plan. It was rehearsed before our eyes. The same people, the same types are rehearsing a climate catastrophe plan where the world faces an energy crisis. They rehearsed that scenario. And wouldn't you know it, We are facing an energy crisis. Europe is in it. And, and Zach Abraham told us this, this past week, it may well directly take lives. And it's coming here. It's being installed here. There is no other way to describe the insanity of California breaking its own energy back because that's what they're doing. We're going there the same way they pushed us to covid when the disciples had left the Lord Jesus, he wanted to be by himself after the Sermon on the Mount. He retreated. The people at the time were trying to draft him to go be a warrior king. That is not who Jesus Christ is or was. He'll come back as a warrior judge. But his job at the time was our Messiah, our Savior. And they were in a boat. And the seas became rough. And those waters, I didn't know this, but they're unbelievably treacherous sometimes. Uh, the Apostle Paul had two shipwrecks there. 
So prior to Paul's time, they're in the boat. They're convinced they're going to die. There's two tellings of the account. One is that Jesus comes after the storm and gets in the boat with them and then, then says, be calm and calms the waters. My point in all this is we're going to talk about very scary things here and hugely manipulative events to get us here. And let's just remember that, that as we're talking, let's not let the, the storm waters rock us. Let's not be disturbed. Let's remember that we sit right in this boat, you and I together with the Lord Jesus. They have no power over us, but which our father in heaven grants. And if we believe that, then we understand we've already, we already have victory. We're simply observing the events. And the reason I'm observing them so closely is to help others see your help will not come from the powers that be on earth. Your help will not come from government. We are seeing a parsing of the world and it couldn't be easier to see. Those who seek only greed, only driven by avarice and lust and, and fleshly desires, those who are psychopathic and attracted to and attractive to, attracted to and attractive to evil. And other people who are trying their very best to live in the light of Christ. So we must remember how we got here. There was an ungodly alliance. This is a sickening video when you watch it now. It was sickening then. It's doubly sickening, sickening now. This is the comedian Stephen Colbert. <laughs> this guy sometimes. <laughs> Have you ever seen this? He, he's, he's, he uses the F word sometimes. No, no, I'm not kidding. It's, it's so funny because no one, I mean, just to hear the F word just makes me laugh. This is Stephen Colbert during his show. He's on stage with human beings dressed up as injection needles. woman out of the audience oh look how charming he's dancing the cha-cha with her but it's not cha-cha it's vaccine oh she's having the time of her life i hope she lived through that because if she was injected she probably didn't it's so important that we remember how we got here the biggest harm from the lockdowns, the politically advantageous, deadly, medically useless, politically targeted lockdowns of schools, churches, and small businesses to the advantage of abortionists and pot sellers and big business has most dramatically affected in a horrible way people that the party pretends to care about, the, the BIPOCs. They've seen the biggest decline in learning and school attendance and church attendance and health. But man, good thing they got those injections because of the TV. I got the vaccine. You got the vaccine. They got the vaccine. We got the vaccine. We can get back to normal. Let me inform you. Let's all get the vaccine. It's about community immunity. I'm talking unity for you and me. If Doc says it's good, then trust me, it's good. Now let's all get the vaccine. If Doc says it's good, then trust me, it's good. DMC, I will inspire. Time for us to trust and not debate. The vaccine, believe it's safe to take. Nine out of ten people won't.
don't get sick. That's 90% effective and legit. This COVID thing is real and it will find you. It's killing our people. Let me remind you. Back in the days, back in the days, there was polio, smallpox, back in the days. Measles and mumps, man, back in the days. But because of the vaccines, none of those days. Vaccines, they work to trigger immunity. Two shots, we got antibody security. We gotta act now. No need to wait. It doesn't provide any of that. Hey, does Mr. Uh, DC from Run DMC, does he regret doing that now? The propaganda was unmatched. Oh, guys, we're not even there. The question I asked in the show, in the show title, the PS, are these things growing in your arteries? Oh, it's unbelievably chilling. We'll get to that. So uh, later today, I'm going to be at an event um, and my friend Joel Stewart is giving a speech and man, dude is nervous. It's so, so crazy because um, he is a retired senior sergeant in Green Beret. And I once asked Joel, I said, hey, you know, we're, we're just talking about ideas for the speech. And I'm always careful when I'm talking to folks who've uh, paid for our freedoms the way Joel has. I'm always careful with the questions I ask because I've learned my lesson. And I said to him, hey, I just wanted to ask, what, was, what did you feel the first time you had enemy, uh, enemy contact? He said, I was excited. Pardon? I was excited. I was excited, Todd. I trained my whole life for this. And now I got to do it. <laughs> so um, depending when you're listening to this, Joel's going to be educating some people on this because what he's telling them is how to use that mindset to deal with what's coming in business, the survival mindset and the training mindset and the always practicing mindset and the doing the right thing mindset. And while my friend um, at Bulwark Capital Management, Zach Abraham did not serve in the military. He shares my unbelievable astonishment and respect for people who do. And Zach is excited by this time. This, this financial time, it's, it's, it's scary for so many of us. If you are five to 10 years out from retirement, this is the single riskiest time. It's like landing an airplane. It really is. I think I've told you, I sat next to a guy who was a 747, global 747 pilot, and was then a, um, an accident investigator. And I was asking him about accidents. He said, the most dangerous time to be in an airplane is five minutes after takeoff and 15 minutes before landing. 10 Five, 15 years from retirement, you're landing the plane. So you're close to zero date. You can't afford big holes in the bucket. Zach Abraham at Bulwark Capital Management is excited to focus on risk management at this time because finances are getting so much more complicated and it's on purpose. But Zach has been warning us about this for a decade. He's talked about the 0% interest rate loans. He's talked about how mobbed up the world of finance is. And he is a steward of other people's money. Zach's personal wealth, 90% of his net worth is tied up in that company. If it doesn't perform, well, then Zach is in trouble. Not many fund managers can make that claim. Call Bork Capital Management at 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK or go to knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client service agreement. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor, representative of Czech Financial LLC and SEC registered investment advisor. The 
images that you can see in the show sheet. I, I'm going to warn you right now, they are horrific. It was, this isn't new. Many of you will listen to this and say, Herman, this isn't new. No, I'm not saying it's new. We've been talking about this stuff being found in people's blood. We've interviewed people about this stuff being found in people's blood. But now the Epic Times is reporting it. Fibrous clots, numerous long fibrous clots, as the Epic Times reports it. And they're not things that have ever been found in blood before. And we can pretend all day long as the Mockingbird media is that, oh, uh, uh, it's awfully high temperatures. It's, it's, it's super high temperatures. That's why babies are having heart attacks. Well, there have been people been talking about this forever, but now this is also new news. Now there's a mechanism for how this happens. Okay, it's one thing to observe it in people's blood. As people have like this funeral director in the UK, John Looney, who's been talking about this uh, forever. And he's been willing to go out on a ledge and talk about it. He's been warned. We can shut you down. He will not stop talking about it. He's here on this clip. I pulled this from lauralin.tv as he talks about exactly what he finds in people's blood. And man, to look at this stuff is absolutely, absolutely horrifying. This is John. So in, in England, it's a very different setup. So we have coroners here that are all under the chief coroner of England. They're all run by government. Um, people have a post-mortem. They then come to me. When the post-mortem's done, they take all of their organs out. They weigh them. They take blocks and slides, and then they put them back in the body in a bag. During the embalming process, obviously, they've been cut and pulled about and their arterial and, and venous systems are all broken and, and torn. So we open the cavity up, we take the bag out with the organs in, and then we manually target the arteries and the veins with, with uh, the embalming pump. And we push formaldehyde down the individual arteries to embalm them because they've all been cut. Um, now, when we did this for a young man a few weeks ago who was 30, he, um, he died suddenly undetermined waiting for histology you know, because they can't find the cause of death. So they clutch at straws. Um, and then we found this inside his arteries. Now, you'll note that it's, it's blackened up a little bit, and I would suggest that's probably because it's been set in formalin, formaldehyde. They look like worms, and it's blackened guys. Up. But this was inside his arteries. And each little bit you see there was in a different artery. Yeah, he was 30 years old. So I reached out to the coroner and, and kind of said to them, you know, I'm really alarmed. You know, what is this? I've never seen this before in 15 years. I've got a British Institute of Embalmers registered embalmer who works here full time. He's never seen that before in 20 years. Um, and then I listened to Richard Hirschman, the Alabama based embalmer. You know, he's finding identical samples that are blocking up these people. So all these athletes and footballers and people that you're seeing their their arteries are full of that. If I was to, um, open up 10 people. Some of them would have arteries about as thick as a biro pen. Others would have arteries about like my little finger. If you took 10 children, all of the exact same age, they would all grow at different rates. So I would suggest what is happening is this. This white stuff grows in different people at different rates. If the planets align and you grow it particularly quickly and you have narrow arteries, you're going to fall over and you're going to die because you're going to block up quicker. And that's what we're seeing with all these footballers. 
uh, and athletes in record numbers that are dying suddenly. Now Daddy has super-duper hero bandages, just like Elmo. You were a hero today, getting your COVID vaccine, Elmo. That was a little pinch, but Elmo was really glad to have Daddy there with you. I had questions about Elmo getting the COVID vaccine. I talked to our pediatrician and learned that the vaccine is the best way to keep him and everyone else healthy. <laughs> it's okay to have questions about COVID vaccines for your kids. Get the latest facts by speaking to your pediatrician or healthcare provider. So the, the virus itself in very, very um, few instances can cause something like this, but minuscule in comparison to what is happening in injected people. And the comparisons is stark. So Steve Kirsch has been investigating this. Steve has a $50,000 bounty on the table. You can have $50,000 of his money if you will go on his podcast for, for a couple of hours and explain how he's got it wrong about these so-called vaccines. So he breaks down an article that was written by Jessica Rose. And he sees this as the bottom line. This is the mechanism. So this is like having a motive and an opportunity. Um, this is actually seeing, okay, but how'd they do the crime? How did this happen? So the bottom line of all this information is this. The virus infects the red blood cells using spike protein via the CD147 receptor on red blood cells, which causes hemolysis. It's a rupture of the blood cells, the red blood cells. This causes the release of massive amounts of hemoglobin. Then the spike protein. What is it that the mRNA injections cause 42 trillion of to be created in our bodies? Up to 42 trillion? Back to the, her quote. Then the spike protein due to its amyloidogenic peptides triggers misfolding of the hemoglobin into amyloid fibrils causing subsequent blood clots. The clots would be enhanced due to antibodies. So the rubbery clots being pulled out of cadavers on a regular basis, fibrous, never been there before, a misfolding of the hemoglobin in the body. That's why it's rubbery and looks like worms in your arteries. Is there a way to determine that this is happening to you? I'm not a doctor. I cannot give medical advice, but if it were me, I'd be running and getting a D-dimer test. If I'd been injected with any of this garbage, I'd be running and getting a D-dimer test because it can find blood clots in the body. Is this stuff like a blood clot? Well, not in the normal sense that your body's been, been pierced, but the spike proteins do pierce the body. They do cause traditional blood clots, which are dangerous enough. Now, as we look at all this, note the following from the Republican National Committee. Nada. Not a word. I mean, come on. It's not like you can run against Big Pharma. We beat Pharma this year. We beat Pharma this year, and it mattered. We're going to change people's lives. I have been fighting. 
I've been fighting pharma for my entire career, my entire career, and we finally beat pharma. We finally beat pharma. Well, that's really interesting because the amount of money that went to the grifter from big pharma uh, and pharmaceuticals is eight point is eight million six hundred ninety four thousand five hundred and five dollars. Donald Trump was in second place at two point six million. The figurehead getting four times as much as President Trump. And what did Trump not do? He didn't force this trash on anybody. Thomas Massey, as I said, is on top of this stuff. You have this. This was the New York Times. And this is the paper of record. This is the paper that sets the agenda for the rest of the Mockingbird media. This is what they wrote in April 8th, 2021. Does it hurt children to measure pandemic learning loss? Researchers show many young children have fallen behind in reading and math, but some educators are worried about stigmatizing an entire generation. They legitimized the idea that it is hurting kids to track what's happening to them in the lockdowns. Now, September 1, 2022, the pandemic erased two decades of progress in math and reading. The results of a national test showed just how devastating the last two years have been for nine-year-old school children, especially the most vulnerable. The pandemic erased nothing. There was not a pandemic. There never was a pandemic. This never rose to a pandemic level. So we've remembered how we got there. Crisis, we've got to do something. Lock everything down or all the people will die. We're going to have sometime next year. Crisis, we got to get the fake meat or all the people will die. Right now, it's crisis. we got to get to electrical power or all the people will die. I kid you not, this wasn't planned. It's just coming to me. You want to stay out of the clutches of big pharma. Well, you do. Let me tell you, I know from very, very painful family history, you want to stay out of the clutches of these folks. I was talking with someone the other day who said to me, oh, it's my friend Brad. Um, I was talking to my friend Brad, and he was quoting another guy who said, if food is not your medicine, medicine will be your food. Think about that. If food is not your medicine, Medicine will be your food. You'll be eating pills like it's food. Well, there is a new pill by pharma uh, that is said to install feelings of euphoria, like, like, like having sex, but with none of the side effects. Oh, it's, it's also sort of a psychedelic, a little bit of a hallucinogen too. They're marketing it to, to help people deal with their trauma. Uh, does that sound at all like the Brave New World by Aldous Huxley and the, the drug Soma? Because that's exactly what Soma did. Exactly. And one of the ways to stay out of the clutches of those people is to watch your physical health, to make food your medicine. Now, I'm not talking about making food taste bad like medicine tastes bad. I'm talking about eating in a way that God designed us to eat, to nourish our bodies. Certainly, food is celebration. Certainly, it is. The Bible is filled with festivals that featured food and partaking of it. The Lord Jesus liked a good meal. But because of the commercialism, and I'm not talking about free market, I'm talking about the type of government mobbed up commercialism 
They've shoved cheese into everything. They've made sugar better for you than fats, healthy fats. So the, the, the extra fat that's on your body probably isn't completely your fault. For me, it was 150 pounds. For me, when I got into the correct protocol, that stuff never came back. The 150 pounds of fat, that's another human being I don't carry around anymore. Plus, I got off my thyroid meds. True story. When I lost 95 of my 150 pounds, I went back to my doctor. She did a checkup and she said, wow, A, you look fantastic. B, you don't need thyroid meds anymore. Pharma was out of my life. You can have the same. Many, many people find that dropping unwanted fat from their body, hey, they sleep better, food tastes better, they move better, their joints feel better, all of those things. And Pharma no longer has a hold on them happens to many people. It's sodaweightloss.com, what I recommend. It stands for state of the art because they are 7,000 Google reviews, an average of 4.8 out of five stars. I have beloved family members on this and a huge, huge number of the podcast families on this as well. It's sodaweightloss.com, S-O-T-A weightloss.com. So that's COVID. And again, I could spend 36 hours a week doing nothing but reading studies, but now we need to shift gears. Let's remember how we got here. Now there's a crisis coming, you guys. There's a crisis. California's going to face an energy crisis. It's so weird. A state with all these natural resources. A state that is wanting to shut down the Diablo Canyon nuclear power generation facility. A state that has constricted the building of new energy plants is facing this. How weird. And while this is coming at them, the dictator of that former state, Gavin Newsom, has said, we're going to ban the sale of gas cars. New gas cars. You can't sell them. It has to be electric. There is no possibility that they can get there in infrastructure. It simply can't be done. And there are people like Jennifer Granholm who pretends to be the secretary of education. She failed at her last job. You notice this, that in government, there is no expertise. You were a state senator or like Mayor Pete. Mayor Pete, you were the mayor of a small town and failed at that. So why don't you run the entire um, transportation infrastructure for the entire nation? That's because we don't have bosses. These are absolutely painted on the wall figureheads. It's like Wiley Coyote falling for the, the roadrunner painting a picture of stuff. Hey, there it is. You can get away this way. And then when the, the coyote painted it, somehow it magically worked for the roadrunner. <laughs> Remember that? You ever seen the rules about the, the coyote and the roadrunner, by the way? That the coyote is always subject to the rules of gravity, but not the roadrunner. And the, and the roadrunner avoids physics, etc. Anyway, I digress. Here is a figurehead. She has no handle on anything related to power. Well, no, that's not true. Power she does. I played the quote the other day of her saying, oh, we've issued so many regulations. Yes, we're going to force people to have smart refrigerators. We're going to get to know what's in your fridge. She's asked about the California diktat to ban the sale of gas-powered cars that are new. The dictator of this former state of Washington has said, I'm in. 
Oh, we got I don't know if I can do my JNZ anymore. We got to find some way uh, get these people to stop driving uh, these death machines uh, that are, you know, just uh, gas-powered cars. Or, uh, they're just, uh, you know, they're just death traps. And if you drive one, it's because you, uh, it's because you want to pull the jugular uh, out of children. You can't do JNZ without doing the woke mask. He will always forever be masked Inslee. So this is Jennifer Granholm talking about the brilliant plan California has to continue to drain blood from its uh, its inhabitants, its subjects. Uh, this time in the the the, the, the uh, higher energy costs and making electric cars so unaffordable that no one can have them. But that's the WEF plan. They don't want people owning cars. Now, listen, by the way, when I play this, listen to her forget about, oh, you can't have states making their own rules with abortion. She does an oopsie. Do you think what California is doing could or should be a national model? Could be, could be. I mean, you know, I know every state is different and you always have to respect what the states are doing. Except for abortion. But uh, I do think that once people, I mean, California has gotten more used to electric vehicles uh, (laughs) and we have to bring down the price (laughs) of electric vehicles so that everybody can access them. And this is why it's uh, great that there's a $4,000 tax credit, for example, on used electric vehicles that has just been adopted through the Inflation Reduction Act. So, so we're bringing down the cost of electric vehicles by guaranteeing that the, the dealers of electric vehicles don't have to bring down the cost. That's how we're doing it. It's magic. We're bringing down costs by giving someone absolutely no incentive to bring down costs. Then we're going to force people to purchase these products if they want a new car. That's really going to bring down costs. A, she has no idea what she's talking about. B, someone somewhere knows exactly what they're doing to the California grid. They know that it can't be sustained. Oh, do we need proof of this? How about this? You know, Amazon, they're pretty green, right? Amazon.com, pretty green, right? Oh, and by the way, they're run by tech geniuses. What's this? Hold on. Wait, this can't be right. Hold just a second here. Hold, please. We're doing our best to serve you. Hold, please. Um, Amazon took all U.S. solar rooftops offline last year after a flurry of fires and electrical explosions. Kind of weird. Right? Oh, it's CNBC. It's, huh. Wow, two reporters worked on this. September 1, 2022. Why, goodness gracious, that's just a few days ago. Between April 2020 and June 2021, solar panels atop Amazon fulfillment centers caught fire or experienced electrical explosions at six different times, at least six different times. The rate of dangerous incidents is unacceptable. (laughs) Above the industry average, an Amazon employee wrote in an internal report viewed by CNBC, rooftop solar is part of Amazon's broad plan to zero out emissions by 2040. (laughs) The other part of their plan to zero out emissions is to abort all their employees or kill them with mRNA injections because what we exhale is emissions. All of it is a dance in ridiculousness. So how is California going to get there? Not with rooftop solar. Unless they want to burn people to death and I don't put that past them. But it's Russia's fault. <laughs> yeah, that's how come we were able to call this out so many years ago because we knew that, that Russia was going to invade Ukraine. 
the one, and then we would do the one thing that the figurehead told us would get Russian, the Russians doing stuff like this. After Russia invaded Ukraine in February, Boris Johnson vowed the sanctions would hobble the Russian economy. Instead, the UK economy has been hobbled. And it's not as bad here, but it's going to get that way because Putin just announced, oh yeah, I'm not turning the flow of oil back on to, to Germany until the entire West stops um, sending money to Ukraine and stops providing arms. I'm not going to turn Germany's power back on. You're going to live in the cold, dark winter, the World Economic Forum foretold. Oh, by the way, Donald Trump warned you about getting in bed with me in Russia. Side-by-side comparison since uh, the decision to block uh, to, to blockade Russia economically. UK, food prices up 10.5%. Price of food in Russia down 11.3%. Potatoes in the UK up 18%. Potatoes in Russia down 28%. Bananas up 12% in the UK, down 14% in Russia. Cabbage up 10% in the UK, cabbage down 33% in Russia. Tomatoes 15% up versus 14% down. Carrots 16% up, carrots 13% down. Energy bills N, which is why a lot of the food uh, items are up. Energy bills in the UK up 80%. Energy bills in Russia are up, but by only 10%. Yeah. Best and the brightest got this all nailed. There's a song that foresaw so much of this. And then there's morning TV. You can learn so much with morning TV. I knew that I had made the biggest mistake in radio history when I was sitting on the team show, the, the, the much beloved Candy Mike which everybody loved. And they did a segment that I got roped into where we ate apples and, and described the taste. I was sitting there thinking, I am fat Elvis, but have never been Elvis and I'm not cool, but I'm fat Elvis. Horrible segment. I never should have agreed to it. I never should have agreed to the whole thing, but that's a whole different story. Yeah, so that was a morning type TV thing. Why do I bring up morning type TV? Because this happened in Europe. Do you remember when they would do little game shows on morning TV and you'd get a chance to win, like in in, in Europe, they'd say, holiday, we're going to pay for a holiday for you. Uh, in the United States, it would be a trip to Europe. Well, here's what's on the docket now when they bring out the big wheel on the morning chit-chat show. Okay, here we go. So we've got, we've got, we'll pay your energy bills. We've got a thousand pounds as well. So this is energy bills, I think, for four months if it stops on that. Nice. Uh, so how are your, how, how are your energy bills? Are you a bit worried about it all? Um, major. Yeah. Are you? I've got, I've got one of these prepayment meters and it's absolutely murder. Oh, God. Right, well, let's hope it lands on one of those then. Whatever, right. you're going to win some money, so don't go. worry. Here yeah, we go. One way, one way or t'other, here we go. Round and round it goes. Where it stops, nobody knows. Da, 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 da. £1,000 or energy down. bill. £1,000 or energy bill. It is going to be... Energy bill! Oh my God! Thank we're, you. We're paying your energy bill for four months. Oh, fantastic! No worries. Oh, oh what a relief! Thank you very much. Oh, listen, well done, you. That's well done. Sitting on the phone. So, okay, it's morning chat show. Um, I think that God 
Well, I mean, he uses empty vessels. I am living proof of that. I am an empty vessel. I'm a clay pot. I'm a rodeo clown. And I get emails from people and it blows my mind. Emails from people saying, your show has, has caused me to go back to church or your show has caused me to start reading the Bible. A, no. The Lord drew you to the show. Father God draws people to himself. Anything that's happened as a result of listening to the show that has drawn you to God, that's, that's God. That had nothing to do with me. God simply used me as a tool, like a poster, like a concert poster. That's all. I appreciate the thoughts from you. And just let's be clear. This is just God transmitting. Concert poster. I think God gives people talents. I know that. We, he tells us. He gives us talents. And you have some too. We all do. Prince was one of those guys who had, the, the artist Prince, had talent that was unspeakably beautiful. And he had perversions that were unspeakably obscene. And he was a man of the flesh. And that saddens me because he also, he also dabbled. He was a dabbler in faith. You know, he wore an onk, but said, oh, part of me is Christian, but part of me is, no. No, it doesn't work that way. And am I judging? No, I'm not. I'm just quoting the Bible. I'm not judging. I don't make the rules. I'm simply quoting the rules. I don't make them. Maybe it would be better if there was a quicker way to heaven, but no, there wouldn't be. How do I know? Because I'm quoting God Almighty. And Prince, though, had you ever seen him when he would do the sets where he'd play everything? There wasn't an instrument that man couldn't play. My friend Matthew went to see him play in Seattle, and he decided to do a good hour of the show by himself. And it didn't lack. He gave the band a break. He went from piano to guitar, played everything on his own, just stunning, the drums, everything. And my friend Matthew is a deeply gifted musician and left in tears. Not a huge fan of Prince's music. I mean, Prince has written some great songs, but it, he, wasn't, it wasn't, he wasn't a Prince guy, but he left in tears at the talent that God imparted to that man. I say all this because my friend Alyssa, uh, who's doing a lot of work, by the way, for the show on the side, and, and we'll talk about that. Uh, Alyssa has agreed to do some stuff for us. And I'm deeply thankful for that. Uh, she hipped me to a song by Prince. Now, there are some songs by Prince that, that, that in terms of music, I quite enjoy. Some of the lyrics are really, really nasty because that's who Prince was. Some of them are not. Nothing compares to you as a great song, but this is a song called um, New World. Maybe you know this. And I was unfamiliar with it. The lyrics are a little bit hard to decipher, so I'm going to read them for you in a second. I just want you to get a taste of the song. This is Prince. Sack 
right. It's not my favorite song. I, I don't like the, the groovy funk disco-y thing. I don't know what you call it. Saves you. Uh, this is, this is the lyrics that my friend Alyssa sent me. New world, new world. When the sharpest vibrations save you from obliteration, the intelligence of your bed reacts covering your head to toe with an air-filled sack. He's talking about the earthquake preparedness beds. Then this, when the lines blur every boy and girl, how are we going to make it in this brave new world? Love one another. Well, there's that. That's, that's almost Christianity. When you find some isolation, but the tracker you got from vaccination keeps playing, keeps playing. You'll never walk alone. They're always listening, especially on your phone. (laughs) Did you hear about the new pill? It feels like sex guaranteed to thrill with no ill side effects. A pill that stops the wrinkles, a pill that stops the pain, a pill that will make a baby never seek political gain. That's that that pill. I mean, he's describing Soma uh, from the book in movie Brave New World. And then Alyssa sent me that. That's the song. That's the music review. I don't like it. I'm doing a quick music review because ASCAP somehow can't get around to giving us rights to play music on the podcast. But that counts as a music review. I guys, it's been this kind of week. I'm, I wrap up show prep. I record that song to share it with you. And then this tweet comes to me from Wired.com. A drug that produces psychedelic feelings of joy, peace, interconnectedness, transcendence could help patients confront the root causes of various mental illnesses. It's Prince called it. There's a book called Practicing the Presence of God. I was recommended this book recently, and I would suggest that you get it. It's written by a monk long since gone to the Lord. Practicing the presence of God by Brother Lawrence. This guy was not educated. He couldn't go be a monk. He, he lived in a monastery, but he couldn't be a monk. So, I mean, he was monk-ish. Brother Lawrence, I guess he became a brother. Worked in the kitchen. Couldn't teach. Worked in the kitchen. Came to faith late in life talks about practicing the presence of God. And he describes something in the book that happened once, once to me, once, just once. It was phenomenal. After we rolled up the radio show and I did the last show at KTTH in Seattle for which an experience for which I am endlessly grateful. Um, And they gave me that beautiful send off. Just, just beautiful. I was so touched by that. I woke up afraid a couple of times. What have I done? And candidly between you and me, I think that part of that decision was human pride. Part of it, the majority of it is because I want God at the center of the show and I will not put up with speech codes. I simply will not. So there was good reason. And there was a lot of human pride. I think I woke up afraid. Like I'd wake up in the middle of the night. Okay, I've done this, but I'm telling myself logic. I've done this before. I've done startups after startups. God has seen us through this. I know how to do this. I know how to do digital. If I just have to turn it into digital, I will. If I have to pull money out of other things and other other you know pursuits, I can do that. We're not going to go broke. We're not going to you know we're going to get and I just in this fear. And then one morning. 
I woke with the most incredible peace. I woke held. I woke loved. And I communed with God. And it wasn't words. Sometimes I hear God speak. I don't hear it in an audio sense. It's not like a voice that one could project. It is, it is, I don't know that I can describe it, but I woke held. I woke content. And content in the fact that no matter what happened, I was loved. No matter what happened to the business, I'm okay. That my father loves me. And even if there was human pride involved in that, you admitted it. That lasted for about 40 minutes. I didn't get out of bed. I couldn't even think. I simply laid there, held. The Lord has said to us, be still and know I am the Lord. My friend Jana clarified that for me. That's not necessarily the Lord saying in a very relaxed sense, be still and know I am the Lord. It's also can be seen as the Lord saying, be still. I am the Lord. With all the things we've talked about today, a lot of it is astonishing. And there's one being who isn't astonished and he isn't tricked. God is not sitting there going, wow, they really pulled one over on me. That same feeling I had, it is available to us. And in the book, Practicing the Presence of God, do you know what Brother Lawrence suggested? That the whole day be prayer. The whole day. No, not necessarily on your knees in prayer. Brother Lawrence worked his fingers to the bone. And he spoke with God. He engaged the Lord. I ask you as parents, do you wish you would get more phone calls from your kids? I ask you as grandparents, perhaps you have a grandchild who ignores you. It stings. Perhaps you have one who doesn't. It feels wonderful. Our father in heaven, he's not dissimilar. And I realized something. Why did I have those moments that's 40 minutes. Want to know what I figured out? Because I was scared. And I admitted it to my father in heaven, our father in heaven. Lord, I'm scared. And he woke me and held me for 40 straight minutes. It's difficult to come by, but it can be done. We have to be childlike. Lord Jesus told us that we have to be childlike. He's in the boat with us, you guys. He is. He's right here. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and be mindful that the Lord wants a loving relationship with you.